Welcome to Healthy Living. I'm Lori Johnson. Thanks for tuning in today. Our topic is something you may not have ever heard about before, but a very important subject matter. It is the difficulties and the health problems that sometimes arise in people who eat too many superfoods, foods that are generally considered the healthiest, like spinach. My guest is Sally Norton, author of Toxic Superfoods, How Oxalate Overload is Making You Sick and How to Get Better. Sally, great to see you. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. It's lovely to be with you. So you are a public health and oxalate expert, and you actually have a lot of personal experience with this subject matter. A lot of people are like, wait a second, we're, we thought we were supposed to eat a lot of spinach. But for some people, such as yourself, these foods that contain oxalates, high amounts of oxalates, can be very damaging. Yes, that is so. And those of us who are in the field of nutrition and public health are not warned about this in school it's really, it's a fairly new insight to realize how extensive the potential damage is from this chemical that's in spinach and other foods that are now considered superfoods. And uh, you can get yourself into trouble and have no idea. So it carries on for a long time because you would never suspect your favorite great food being part of the problem. Right. And, you know, I, I know you have had a personal experience with this, and I have interviewed other people, too, with uh, personal experiences with this. And the byproducts of these oxalates can sometimes be extremely debilitating, where you, you have extreme joint pain, terrible fatigue, severe kidney damage, cognitive problem. Can you talk about your own personal situation? Yeah, I, th I think mine started pretty early in life, and I, I was already 12, and I was starting to have uh, arthritic-type pains. I it was dismissed as growing pains and back pain and sometimes weird things when I'd wake up in the morning. And I was always a great enthusiast for vegetables and vegetable gardening. I started gardening as a nine-year-old. I was a, a nutrition geek as a little kid. I loved my vegetables and, and preferred that over ice cream. I liked food. I liked flavors. So I was <laughs> I was already a kid who was overdoing some of these things like beet greens and beets those and Swiss chard. Those grew easily where I grew up and they were a pretty standard part of the diet, especially in the summertime. And when I got to Cornell for my nutrition degree, I was struggling with foot pain and ended up having to have foot surgery that caused a four-leave, four-year leave of absence from school. And it was never explained why I had foot problems, and it didn't resolve very neatly either. It was really almost a decade of struggling with a fair degree of disability where I couldn't go into a mall or do anything like a state fair without a wheelchair and use crutches the rest of the time and painkillers. And after the surgery, I didn't recover very well, and none of that was ever explained. And then much, much many years later, three decades later, I... Through a long process of struggling and having health issues, I discover that I really need this low oxalate diet for my arthritis, which was horrid during my 20s when I was a vegetarian. And lo and behold, within a few months, my feet for the first time in my adulthood were like normal feet. I could wear heels and now I can run and barefoot run and uh, it's a remarkable improvement in my feet and many other things with uh, brain fog and fatigue. It turned out I had a sleep problem. I was sent to a sleep lab and they said that my brain was waking up 29 times every hour, which explained why I had to quit my job and was really 
quite disabled. And it turned out that turned around too. I tried this oxalate thing for the arthritis, which is a known thing. And the sleep got better and then the feet got better and so on. This really shocked me because I'm supposed to know how to be healthy and I didn't. What types of foods are were you eating too much of? For me, it was sweet potatoes, which had become a staple when years before I had realized I couldn't do wheat and beans. So I wanted a starchy staple that was low allergy. So I was making that a daily staple and would go back to Swiss chard, which has been on and off in my diet forever. And those were my two main things. I think most people, it's not Swiss chard, <laughs> more like too much potatoes, which is another one that was not well recognized even in science, like how much oxalate is in a potato is more than people realize for a long time. And so, so we're we're slowly gaining some awareness of oxalate in science, and yet it's it's happening in a way that's not being put together. But in the meantime, now the fashions are these foods that are high in the oxalate are very popular and promoted as good for us. So it's really easy to overdo it. Some people get into an almond kick or they go on a wheat-free or a gluten-free diet and the gluten-free substitutes tend to all be high in oxalate. Same with a dairy-free diet. And a lot of people have digestive problems. So they, they lose their ability to digest dairy well or tolerate it. Their immune system starts reacting to it. And that takes out a lot of calcium from the diet. And that puts us at greater risk for these high oxalate foods to cause additional damage because it allows way too much of the oxalate that's in the food to get into your blood and organs. It sounds like some of these foods that are high in oxalates um, can prohibit calcium absorption. Is that true? Yes. The oxalate binds to minerals and in foods, it makes them unavailable nutritionally and really turns them into toxins. So even if you are consuming calcium, uh, if you're also consuming a lot of foods that are high in oxalates, the calcium isn't being absorbed. And we know that osteoporosis is just one of many problems with not having enough calcium, which can cause your bones to be brittle. You can fall and break something, right? Yeah. And it's so interesting because osteopenia and osteoporosis, these weak, brittle bones that we develop with time, is a bigger problem than heart attacks, strokes, and cancer combined. It affects more people on the planet than all three of those problems combined. And yet in public health, when we describe a chronic disease, we're talking about cancer and heart disease. And osteoporosis is not getting the respect it deserves as a sign of some really um, wrong things happening in how we live, causing so many people, including men, to have bone problems. And with men, it's particularly fatal. It seems to be that men broke, break a bone, they're more likely to have that end up shortening their lives significantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that actually happened to my father uh, years mm. ago. It was a broken bone that, that ultimately ended to him losing his life. Wow. So, well, he's a statistic amongst many others. It wasn't a rare thing that's happening. It's becoming more common. It's right. really sad. And Sorry it's so that. easy to do that. He just tripped over. He was walking out the patio door and just mm. tripped over that little strip right there. And that was oh. uh, the beginning of the end. But um, so you mentioned spinach and you mentioned uh, beet chard, uh, almonds. Um, can you go over the list from worst to not as bad as uh, foods that are highest in oxalates? Well, worst is sort of the ones you're eating. So the worst ones are the common things that we tend to like. And right now, almonds are at this all-time high of popularity. The almond milk and the almond flour, the almonds are thrown into every 
trail bar and trail mix and new version of granola and snacks everywhere and desserts. It's everywhere. And so almonds are a big problem because they've, they're being adopted at a rate and being eaten at a rate that's never been done before. Peanuts are terrible. Cashews are not good. And so the nuts generally are a problem. And many beans like black beans and white beans are really bad. So if you're really into burritos and things like that, you may be eating a lot of beans. If you love potatoes, I see this in my clients, the folks with kidney, men with kidney stones tend to really have a thing with potatoes. Um, then there's the superfoods like turmeric. You could start adding that to everything. And then there's these substitutes for wheat that are getting more popular, like quinoa, teff, and buckwheat. They're all really high in oxalate. And then there's chia seeds, hemp seeds, sesame seeds, and a few fruit like kiwi, blackberries, and pomegranate are high. But it's a fairly small list. There's many other foods to eat. It's just that those are the cool cats that everyone thinks are so great. And really, I wanted to emphasize what you emphasize, and that is in small doses, this, these foods aren't necessarily problematic. It's when you eat a lot of them every single day. And I interviewed someone who had a, a situation much like yours. She ate a giant spinach salad every single day. And so she, that was probably the, the, you know, the source of her problem. When she stopped eating so much spinach, uh, her symptoms went away. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with Sally Norton. Her book is called Toxic Superfoods, How Oxalate Overload is Making You Sick and How to Get Better. Stay with us. Come home to the sounds of Southern Gospel from CBN Radio. You'll enjoy a rich Southern blend of bluegrass, classic gospel, and Southern gospel favorites like the Gaithers, the Crab Family, and bluegrass sounds like Mountain Faith. So make yourself at home with the all-new CBN Southern Gospel, now available at CBNRadio.com. Watch breaking news, in-depth exclusive stories and programs from health to entertainment. You won't find anywhere else the CBN News Channel, a perspective you can trust. Enjoy credible news reporting from around the world. Discover inspiring programs and stories of hope, all in one place from a Christian perspective. The CBN News Channel, a perspective you can trust. To watch the CBN News Channel, download the app or visit CBNNewsChannel.com. Life, it's meant to be lived fully. Jesus said it, I came to give you life, life to the fullest, life in your family, life in your finances, life in your body, mind, and spirit, life in your everyday. At CBN.com, we're taking what Jesus said seriously. We're here to help you discover life. Life. Live it fully. CBN.com. Welcome back. 
Welcome back. And we are continuing our discussion with Sally Norton, author of Toxic Superfoods, How Oxalate Overload is Making You Sick and How to Get Better. So, Sally, you talked about some of the foods. We, we really don't want to eat too many of them, but it's okay to have some in moderation. Uh, what are some of the symptoms of oxalate overload? How would a person know whether they're suffering from it? You can't always know that you are suffering from it because the body does such a great job of faking it, <laughs> telling you you're fine and carry on. Uh, honestly, if you think about most diseases that are critically harming humans, you don't know you have osteopenia or osteoporosis till you break a bone and someone tells you or does a bone scan. Same with cancer. You could be in late stage of cancer and be told you have weeks to live. Oh, you could have hypertension and not know it. So many conditions can be happening under the hood without symptoms. So not having anything wrong with you, if you're absolutely perfect and have no gout, no arthritis, no mood problems, no digestive problems, and you feel fantastic, that's no guarantee that you're going to stay fantastic if you keep eating a toxin. So that's one thing. But oxalates are classically known to start harming digestion over time when you start having digestive issues that can look like stomach problems or reflux. It can look like swallowing problems or more commonly things like irritable bowel syndrome and can aggravate into conditions that are known as inflammatory bowel disorders. Uh, so there's the digestive piece. The connective tissue gets affected for many people. And so they either get weak connective tissue that gives them pain or they get crystals developing in their joints that give them gout or other forms of arthritic pain, various inflammatory things that these, uh, the oxalates start collecting in tissues and causing little nano and, and micro crystals to collect that irritate the immune system and turn on inflammatory reactions. And over time, you can develop symptoms that look like autoimmune disease. Uh, it's neurotoxic. So if you have problems with brain fog or lost ambition or overwhelm or anxiety, these can be signs, or even depression could be signs of a neurotoxicity um, response to the oxalates. In fact, you see that. I mentioned that in my book too. You can see this coming along with the kidney stones, which is classic. Any kind of urinary tract problems are classic oxalate problems. And that's not just kidney stones of which are Made, made from oxalate, uh, calcium oxalate, uh, the oxalic acid from the spinach salads gets into the bloodstream. It at some point connects with a calcium molecule. It could be all the way at the kidney level and the blood and other tissues. But at some point it becomes calcium oxalate and that can get caught up in some people's kidneys and be a kidney stone. But most of us are not prone to kidney stones and we remarkably don't get them. But you might get bladder irritation where you have to wake up at night to pee overnight, maybe even multiple times. You may pee frequently with not a lot of volume, or you may have days where you have huge volume of, of urine being, being released from the body, or urinary tract infections or other forms of irritable bladder or even urethra pain. So if there's burning, so any kind of a urinary tract problems, should, oxalate should be suspected as one potential reason for it. That's a long list, and I think most of us have struggled with at least one of those. If you go to the doctor uh, and you say, uh, hey, I, I might have oxalate overload, what would your PCP do? He'd probably give you a script to see the psychiatrist. <laughs> he doesn't know about this. He doesn't realize that, that, that this is a low-level 
daily exposure, and we're not thinking in terms of toxic exposure and the related nutrient deficiencies when we think about disease, which is unfortunate, because the thing that makes cells and therefore tissues and systems start to backfire and not work well in your body is that you have some form of interference from a toxicity effect and a deficiency problem, either one or both. And that's fundamentally what causes disease, but your doctor is no longer trained to think that way. He thinks in terms of matching a symptom to a certain kind of syndrome or diagnostic label, and then matching that diagnostic label to a certain kind of remedy that's usually a, a pharmaceutical prescription. So they're not in this mindset of there's a root cause, something is messing with your body, what could it be? We're going to take another break and be right back with Sally Norton. The book is called Toxic Superfoods, How Oxalate Overload is Making You Sick and How to Get Better. Stay with us. Too often, we carry baggage from our past. You know what it's like. It affects everything and everyone in our lives. It's always there, weighing us down and keeping us from achieving true happiness. But do you know God never meant for us to be trapped in the past? You can be free of your baggage. Learn how God's forgiveness leads to changed lives and new beginnings. Call the 700 Club. I'm Ephraim Graham, and this is Studio 5. Cruise with me as I discover the good things happening in the world of music, sports, television, and movies. The fact that Ryan Coogler was going to be directing the film, I knew that something special was going to happen. We'll chat with artists at the forefront of entertainment and explore the connection between popular culture and faith. I asked my pastor, I said, well, does that mean I'm supposed to be a preacher? He says, well, no, you already have a pulpit. Wednesday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. Kun Olam. This is our nature as a country. To make the world a better place. Literally, we felt the earth shaking. The Christian Broadcasting Network presents to life how Israeli volunteers are changing the world. This film needs to be seen by everyone. I was in tears. Now you can own the inspiring documentary to life on DVD. There is blood on our hands if we know and we walk away. I'm so grateful that this film was made. To life can be yours for a gift of $10 or more. Call 1-800-700-7000 or log on to cbn.com. We know that every minute counts to save life. It'll uh, bless Israel, but it'll also bless all the friends of Israel. Discover the untold story of how Israeli volunteers are making the world a better place. Call 1-800-700-7000 or log on to cbn.com to get your copy today. Welcome back to Healthy Living. We're talking with Sally Norton, author of the book, Toxic Superfoods. And uh, we talked before about how some of these symptoms can be very debilitating and the problem could be eating too many of uh, some of what we consider superfoods like spinach and almonds and other vegetables and fruits. If you suspect you might have uh, this problem, how do you uh, fix things? How do you uh, modify your, your diet? Well, you need to get familiar with what foods are the suspicious high oxalate foods. And in my book and on my website, there's various tables and charts available. The first table in the book is high oxalate worst offenders. So that worst offender list needs some evaluation relative to how you eat. And any of those foods that you're using on a routine basis, you need to figure out how to live without them for a while or get off them gradually. It doesn't have to be an abrupt change. So it's a kind of a relaxed approach so that you don't 
uh, shock the body with uh, going from a very high oxalate intake where the body's in this defensive mode that's carefully managing it, letting you think you're fine, to suddenly like a break from the oxalates that gives the body permission to start dealing with the backload and the mess. And you don't want to have it get into that project too soon. So you can re relax and think about, is it the spinach you're overdoing? Is it the almonds? Is it the buckwheat and the, the gluten-free flours that you're doing? Or do you have this thing about kiwi or, you know, whatever it is you're doing that you need to start there and decide which of these foods can you learn to live without. And then there's various swap charts and lists of um, the low oxalate best bets where we know these safe bet foods are consistently low in oxalate and they're perfectly great substitute for the high oxalate food. So example for your salad, at first you could switch to mixed greens. It might have small amounts of spinach and small amounts of chard but ultimately you wanna get away from that and start using romaine and leaf lettuces and arugula and watercress. Almost any other green is fine, except chard, beet greens and spinach. If you get those three out of your salads and blenders and omelets, that's a huge benefit. Great, easy thing to do. What about kale? Kale. Kale. Everyone thinks kale and spinach are twins and they say them in the same sentence. But kale is a completely different family. It's in the cabbage family and it's much lower in oxalate. All the varieties of kale are much lower in oxalate than spinach, chard, and beet greens. It's higher than lettuce. It's maybe three times higher than lettuce. So you can have some kale. It, it has other problems. Plants have issues and that one tends to accumulate heavy metals and has other issues. You must cook kale to really make it safe. It's always been the case historically, like collars in the South, you boil them for one to three hours and you really cook them to death. And you see that in India too, where they cook everything down to it's like a mushy little soup-like consistency. Like cooking can help with some of these other things, soaking, other techniques. We've, we've historically used techniques to make plants safer to eat, which works for many of the toxins, but not for the heavy metals, not for the thallium. I think that's the one that collards concentrate and not for the oxalates. The oxalate really can't be easily removed from foods at all. But kale, raw kale every day is likely to be kind of hard on your digestive tract and maybe like oxalate hard on your thyroid gland. And you know, I've interviewed so many nutrition experts such as yourself who really promote trying to get a nice variety, a, as large a variety as possible of different fruits and vegetables so that you don't really concentrate so much on one. And this that would apply in this case as well. It would. Uh, unfortunately, modern life has us so busy that we get into rigid little patterns and little ruts that we do for a while. And then we hear a new idea and we get into a new rut. And so we tend to overwork mm -hmm. a certain food for a long time. And sometimes it's that same food just disguised. It looks like it's different, but it's really still almonds or whatever it is. All right. All right. We're going to take one more final break and be right back with Sally Norton. The book is called Toxic Superfoods. Stay tuned. It's the new Superbook Bible app. It's packed with games, activities, and Superbook episodes that you can watch for free. There's trivia, a fun daily devotional, and answers to your Bible questions. Plus, an easy-to-understand Bible the whole family will enjoy. You can even create your own Superbook character. Ta-da! It's the new Superbook Bible app. Free downloads on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. On the Home Front.
Thanks for joining us for CBN's On the Homefront, where we highlight what the men and women of America's military do to defend our country. CBN honors the men and women in our military with an initiative called Helping the Homefront. It partners with churches across the country to meet the needs of their military families, from repairing homes to wiping out medical bills for wounded veterans. Wednesday at 3 on the CBN News Channel. Get Protect Your Sleep and discover how to improve the quality of your life. A free DVD or booklet from the Christian Broadcasting Network. If you're not a great sleeper, you can do things to make yourself a great sleeper. If you're already a pretty good sleeper, you can enhance your sleep and be even better. Five leading experts help remove the obstacles between you and restorative sleep. When you don't get a restful night's sleep, you wake up with an accumulation of stress. Call 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com to get your free DVD or booklet today. Everything you do, you do better with a good night's sleep. You'll discover how food affects your sleep, how to put insomnia to rest, explore effective remedies for sleep apnea, and much more in Protect Your Sleep. Wake up to your best life and get Protect Your Sleep today. Call 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com to get your free DVD or booklet. Welcome back. We are talking with Sally Norton, author of the book Toxic Superfoods. And so uh, you had um, a complete recovery when you modified your intake of these certain foods. What other success stories have you heard? Well, I work with people every day, pretty much. And it's amazing. The miraculous turnarounds in people's severe health problems are quite something. But oftentimes, those of us who are reaching out, like help from me, their situation has gotten really out of hand over years. And it isn't an immediate, in the long term, it's not an immediate complete cure. You get some, this lovely honeymoon period where in the acute phase, you're not each meal bombarding your poor immune cells and your blood vessels and organs with oxalate and you immediately can tell the difference often. Um, but there is this process of the body having to undo the toxicity that can take a decade. So yes, you get tremendous recovery and you may still have episodes where there's still some inflammation going on and some symptoms. So it's it's that's why you really need to look at the book and understand this problem uh, to to be motivated to not get to the point where you've got a body that's now burdened with a toxic problem that's going to take a decade to recover. But even when you're quite sick or elderly, you can still regain so much. People who are now responding to their chemo and getting out of chemo with with five stars and the doctors didn't think they'd ever even get through the treatments. Um kidney problems, even polycystic kidney disease, bladder crystals, these things can clear up in ways that uh, medicine doesn't know about. So it's really exciting to be able to say, hey, just switch your spinach and your almonds and you've got a huge healing benefit from that. It's quite something. And there's really no downside. There are, there are no negative side effects for making these, these swaps and for, you know, backing off too much oxalate. So it's a, it's, a wonderful, it's a wonderful spectrum of people who could benefit from doing this. And we just so appreciate the book and your research and the interview today. Uh, how can people find out more about you and where to get the book? Please come see me at sallyknorton.com. You got to remember the K in the middle because that'll get you to someone else if you don't. But on the website, there's lots of free information. You can find an evaluation tool. There's a cookbook there. And anywhere that you can buy a book, you should be able to get a hold of Toxic Superfoods, the book. 
I recommend you take a peek at the Amazon reviews and maybe elsewhere where reviews are going. You'll be so inspired by people sharing their stories of tremendous benefits from doing the diet. It'll keep you excited about wanting to read the book, which people seem to be enjoying and being able to read in two days. So please call your retailer or order the book because you will find it's um, readable and mm -hmm. interesting. And very practical. All right, Sally K. Norton, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate your time today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. And thanks to you for tuning in to this edition of Healthy Living. I'm Lori Johnson, and we'll see you again next week. Bye now.